Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, Lord. declaration this morning and tell the Lord I am yours and you are mine will you make that bold declaration this morning oh my God will you ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to a place where there are no borders there are oh my God you're you're not withholding absolutely anything from God thank you thank you thank you my God, we thank you, my God, we bless you, my God, we praise you, my God, we glorify you, my God, we lift up the name of Jesus, we thank you, 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 Father God. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We lift up. Ooh, my God. My God. Ooh, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. My God. Ooh, my God. 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 Ooh, my God. Thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We are mesmerized by your presence. We are in need of you. We surrender every act, every thought, and every deed to you. My God, you will not be a stranger in our homes. You will not be a stranger in our lives. My God, this is a new level of surrender. We surrender ourselves to you. This morning, we surrender our minds, we surrender our talents, 
we surrender our gifts we surrender our finances we surrender our plans we surrender our goals oh my god draw us closer into a more intimate detail Ooh, my goodness draw us closer into a more intimate detail Ooh, my god give us eyes to see and ears to hear draw us closer into a more intimate detail oh my god draw us closer into a more intimate detail Lord God, we thank you. Lord God, we glorify you. Lord God, we magnify you. Lord God, draw us in closer. Can that be your statement this morning? Can that be the thing that you type out that you put before God? Can you draw me into a more closer and intimate detail with you? Oh, my God. My God. My God. Can I tell you ooh, this this mission, th this assignment that you're on, ooh, it's, it's going to require more intimacy. It's going to require more detail. Oh, my God. What you need next is in the details. So, Father God, draw us into more closer, intimate details. Oh, my goodness. Ah, Shiroshieta. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now invite the Holy Spirit in today. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come to my house. Holy Spirit, come. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you, Holy Spirit. Woo. I need you, Holy Spirit. I need you. I need you. I need to be in a closer relationship with you. Please forgive me for the places and the times that I have grieved you. I need you more than I need anything else right now. My God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. When you um, make statements of faith like this, this isn't just like things that we say. This is you in another act of surrender. This is you pulling into the deep spaces. This is the deep calling into the deep. Thank you, Lord. My God. 
Thank you. Come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it did, but then fate could have. Come on, y'all. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wonder. Since I must say, yeah. Spirit. Aren't you ready to live beyond your own limitations? <laughs> yes, sir. God is so ready for you to live beyond limitations. God is so ready for you to live beyond your own goals. The things that you just desire. God is so ready for you to live beyond your limitations. God is so, God is so, I hear the Father. God is so ready to for you to live beyond your limitations of where you've placed him in a box of how you experience him. It's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. It's time to go deeper. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 Father. Thank you, thank you, Father God. Thank you, 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 Father. Draw us into the deep. We remove the limitations. We repent for the ways that we've limited you. Ooh. Ooh. Take, take us into a deeper revelation. Take, take us into a deeper understanding. Take us to a deeper position. Ooh. Take, take us to where a fresh wind blows. Take, you, take us to where it's fresh revelation. My God, my God, you have already written out the chapters of our books. My God, forgive us for resisting you. Woo. Take take us into something deeper than we can imagine. My God, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. We thank you for revelation knowledge. We thank you, Father God, that we begin to live without borders. Oh, my God. Can you just declare that over your life today? That I will begin to live without borders. Oh, my God. Can you declare that over your life today? I will begin to live without borders. Lord God, I will begin to live without borders. I will begin to live live without borders. Oh, I, I will begin to live without borders. My God, my God, I will not limit you in this season. I will begin to live without borders. Come on, come on, push in, press in. Lord, I will begin to live without borders. I will begin to live without borders. Lord, I will begin to live without borders. Make sure you share the video today. 
Lord, I will begin to live without borders. Oh, my God. My God, take me deeper. 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 I will begin to live without borders. Oh, my God. I take the limitations off of you. My God. Lord, cause me to live in the impossible. My God, I want to live in your supernatural. I will begin to live without borders. I will begin to live without borders. Oh, my God. Declare that over your own life today. My God. Declare that in your marriage today. Declare that in your children today. My God. My God. My children will begin to live without borders. Oh, my God. We will not hinder the impossible. My God, I will begin to live without borders. Declare that I will begin to live without borders. Declare that I will begin to live without borders. Come on, raise a hallelujah. I will begin to live without borders. Lord, I will begin to live without borders. I will begin to live without borders. Oh my God, you just saying that is opening up something in the atmosphere. Oh my God. Lord, I will begin to live without borders. My God, my God, my God. Lord, I will begin to live without borders. Lord, I thank you for causing us to live without borders. Oh, my God. Lord, I thank you for causing us to live without borders. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that you are causing us to live without borders. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are causing us to live without borders. Lord, thank you for causing us to live without borders. Holy Spirit, we give you our yes today. 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 Oh my God. I want to read something to you and I'm going to read it to you in the message part of the Bible. Um, because this week God began to give us instructions, right? God began began to give us instructions. God really has the last maybe month or so um, taken us out of the curve and kind of brought us into the straight path and the straight way of where he's wanted us to go. Um, When God began to explain to us what Jabez was really praying, right? When he asked him to enlarge his territory, he was really asking him to show me how to manage what you gave me. Oh, come on, Holy Spirit. I feel you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. Let something I say today be planted so deep in their hearts. I thank you, Father God, for a hundredfold increase on this word that is released today. I thank you that this word is taking us higher in the things of God, in the things of kingdom. I thank you, Father God, that we are removing limitations today in Jesus' name, that we will step out beyond fear, that we will step out beyond doubt, that we will step out beyond worry, and we will step into the things that you have called us to do. We thank you, Father God, for the planting of churches. We thank you, Father God, for the opening of ministries. We thank you, Father God, for the beginning of businesses. We thank you, Father God, for ministries and businesses 
going higher. We thank you, Father God, for you causing our partners to come because we don't work in these things by ourselves, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for the heart and the investment that you that that is being invested in us through the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Lord God, that we begin to see beyond our limitations. I thank you, Father God, for new power. I thank you, Father God, for your glory. I thank you, Father God, for your strength, Lord God. I thank you this day is beyond anything that we could ever see. So as he led us beyond Jabez, right? He, he showed us Jabez and he, Jabez, when Jabez was praying, he was really asking the Lord, show me how to manage what you've given me. You've already given me the territory. You've already predestined me. You already formed me in my mother's room. You already called me into this, but give me the details. Cause I'm telling you, it's in the details. Give me the instructions. Um, show me how to manage, to steward what you're causing me. Some of you are in beginning infant stages where you're just in the season of conception, right? You got to know where you are. Some of y'all are just in infant stages in conception, but some of you guys are in a, in a place to give birth to something beautiful today. Um, today, not tomorrow, today. And this word, oh my God, I'm tearing down every stronghold in your mind so that you can receive this word and walk into what God is calling you to walk into. Some of you is just receiving today. That's that's the beginning of birth. We receive the seed. It's implanted in our womb, right? And then we go through the 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 end the the neonatal stages and then after those stages, right? We we give birth, right? Some of you are just in the beginning stages, but some of you guys are about to give birth to something today. And I'm not speaking in the natural. I'm talking about in the spiritual. So I need you to hold on to the words that are coming out of my mouth today. I need you to hear the instructions of the Lord. He's been giving us instructions. He started, if you go back to the devotional, he's he been telling me he started at the point where he started talking to us about Jabez. And then he's been winding us out of the curve, putting us on the straight and the narrow path. But some of y'all are have been confused. You are still in a develop you're in a like the neonatal stage. You still intro inter womb. You need to stay inter womb. You don't need to create Ishmael's. You don't need to start too early. And if you let this word speak to you, he will reveal to you where your what your stage is in for your plan, for your ministry, for what he's calling you into. And I need to remind you as well that marketplace ministry, businesses is a ministry. I need you to understand business. Everybody don't do what I do. Everybody's not called beyond the pulpit. Everybody's not called a pastor. That is not everybody's purpose and plan. Some of y'all will work inside of things that have already been built and developed. And some of you guys will start your own things. You've got to ask God today about your divine positioning. And you've also got to ask God today, where am I in this? Like, and don't rush the process. Don't rush the process. Do not rush your process. I'm just telling you, do not rush your process. I keep hearing all these fears. Some of y'all are still, some of y'all are in infantile stages, right? But some of you guys are getting ready to and when I mean infant, I'm talking about in the womb. You still got stuff in your womb. You still got to be developed in the womb. You don't want a pre-termed baby. You don't want a baby that is born ahead of time that has to stay in the neonatal unit or in NICU because you gave birth to birth too soon, right? But some of y'all are getting ready to launch into something so deep. That's why the Lord has been so intentional with the word that he's been giving us. This has not just been about... um 
this is not about um this is not just about us this is about where we are because of who we are and how we are called to kingdom you're called to kingdom you're called to work for kingdom you're called to deal with kingdom so ask the lord allow the lord to reveal to you what stage what stage i'm in stop can i tell you something like can i just be for real stop talking so much in this season i'm not trying to be offensive I'm not trying to be offensive. I don't want to offend anybody. But some of y'all have been talking. So you just talk all the time. Like you just, the when the spirit of the Lord, you just talk. You're not taking, you got to take more notes. You got to stop talking so much. You got to stop revealing so much. You got to sit down before the Father and ask the Lord, show me what phase am I in? Is this thing that you've called me into, is it like inside me still? Am I just Am I just supposed because when it's inside of you, it's not on you like you you do do the not, let me just let the Holy Spirit lead me when it's inside of you still when it's yet. It's not time for you to give birth yet. Right. When it's not time for you to give birth. And I see this all the time. I think this is why God has called me to this. This is a part of my kingdom assignment. Right. To midwife to help position you where you're supposed to be because I was so rushed in so many things, right? And I did so many things so out of place, but God called them to, all called them to work out for my good. I was replaying some moments in my life. I was so rushed in so many things. And then there was times when God was calling me to do something deeper and greater. And I was so paralyzed by fear that I couldn't, right? And so the Lord teaches us through the word of God, how to apply this to our life so we can make impact for our glory. The depth of our relationship in Jesus Christ is to emulate him here on earth so that others will be drawn, right, to be discipled. And for them, for the end time revelation, for the end time revolution, for the end time, God has been talking to me about the end times, right? So the depth of who we are is all wrapped up in Christ Jesus, not, not in jobs or titles. It's all wrapped up in Christ Jesus, right? And often we don't understand the stages to God or the stages. And so if I had to tell this, I'm just giving this to you. I'm not going to be here long. I got I to gotta give this to you. I see it. And then I'm going to give you the scriptures to, to, to steward or to, to see, right? Remember God told us this week, he was getting ready to learn how to teach us how to live by Noah. So there's already a dream. There's already vision. There's already something that God gave you. You There's already plans. Psalms 139 and 16. There's already things written out in your book. Jeremiah 1 and 5. He was not just talking to the Israelites. Every person under the sound of my voice, everybody connected to me. You have a purpose. You have a vision. You are called to the kingdom to do work for God to get the glory. I need you to resolve that this morning. You have a purpose. You have a vision. You are called to the kingdom of God for the Lord to give, get glory out of your life. He will use your talents. He will use your gifts. Some of you don't even understand your spiritual gifts yet. He's going to use absolutely all of that in due time and in due season. I, I, I need you to hear me and understand that clearly. Now, one, once we get your righteousness established, right? Once you get your righteousness established of who you are in Christ Jesus, I got to know how I'm in Christ first, right? Because we, most of us have already been established in this world's successes, in this world's limitations, and what this world deems is necessary to be successful, right? Most of us have been established in that. Um, when we, uh, you get out of high school, you need to go to college. Well, that not, might not be the path for everybody. Oh my God, everybody has their own path 
have. And if we would learn how to fine tune our righteousness and tap into our righteousness and who we are in Christ Jesus and be solid in that, then just no one could come to us and tell us what's the success plan for our lives. The only person that has the success plan for your life is the one that created you. I need to be real clear in this. The only person that has the success plan for your life is the one that created you. He has the divine success plan for your life. So the intimacy of your relationship, the intimacy of your relationship with him is the most important thing ever. That is the most, this is the most, it's, it's what's going to all come called to fraud, come into fruition. And, and often when we get a little piece of, I want to say this by the spirit, Often, okay, often when we get a little revelation of who we are, we tend to take off because that's what society has told us. Society has told us, take off, give momentum. Well, once you get revelation, it comes first. The conception of what, remember, seed has a sound. Once you get revelation, the conception of who you are is in seed form first. Woo! Oh, come on. It's in seed form first. It's in C form first. It's in C form first. It's, it's in C form. And if you already know your purpose and you on your journey, then just stay in position this morning and help pray for those who are not there yet, right? Or if you're in a transition, stay in position. This is all going to be relevant to us because this is the season of the Holy Holy Spirit in your life. This is the season where you gonna where the amp up of the Holy Spirit is necessary in your life, so that God can begin to reveal a greater. A greater revelation of who you are and how you tie into kingdom because this is how you're gonna go take back territory for the kingdom remember yesterday the word from the Lord was that he was sending us out to go before him right we were not to take a script we were not to take anything with us he said don't even take shoes I'm sending you out before me well if he's sending me out before me that See, that's that's training, that's preparation. This is God. He, this is like this is like Jesus in the boardroom saying, "Look, okay, seventy y'all here. These seventy here. I'm sending you out. I'm sending you out two by two. These are the instructions I need to follow. Here is what you need to say. Here is where you need to go. And basically, don't do no, nothing else. And you're going before I come. <laughs> you need to know how powerful that is. You're going before I come." If you get a revelation that this assignment that you're on, this mission that you're on is really from the Lord. If you really get revelation that this is deeper, I don't care if he's calling you to be a stay-at-home mom. I don't care if he's calling you into business. If you will get the revelation, that's why your righteousness, see, this is why your righteousness got to be so firm so that when you get your mission, when you get your assignment of what's supposed to happen next, and some of us will complete several different types of missions. Come on, but it's all going to work together for kingdom. Um, we all got our piece of it. So when you get your mission, when your righteousness is established and you get your mission, see, nobody ever taught me this. Nobody ever, nobody ever taught me this. So I was so mission minded. I was so mission minded that I was missing the relationship and the righteousness when you're not. And I'm going to show you this in the word. When you're so mission minded that you, that you, that the relationship, you don't spend that much time bathing the relationship. You spend more time on the mission than you spend in the relationship. Ooh, my God, that was a word for somebody. You spend more time on the mission than you do relationship. You spend more time. Can I 
you spend more time posting, you spend more time trying to draw customers, you spend more time trying to network, you spend more time with all these people in your space, like when that's mission minded, right? Relationship, righteous minded, um, so that you can get the details, so that you can get the intel from the father is the opposite. I spend more time with the father than I do on the mission because he's going to clarify the mission. He's where I get the instructions from. He's going to give me the knowledge for every season. Remember yesterday, the word from the Lord was, this is a whole new stage. Like this is a whole new set. This thing for those of us that are transitioning into a whole new state. Remember he said act three. That was the word, the word again. So in this third stage, right? We in season two, we in season three. In season three, we on a whole new set. This is a whole new set. This is a whole new thing. You need a whole new view. This is a whole new cast. This is a whole new characters, right? The only, the only, the instructions you need in this season can only come from the father, right? Well, right? We know. He told us we're going to have to resist any negative thoughts, we're going to have to resist. Any fear, we're going to have to resist. Anything that does not sound like him in season. Those were the instructions that he gave us yesterday. Well, as I come to talk to you today, the depth of the Holy Spirit, depth of Holy Spirit, your relationship with Holy Spirit is going to have to increase. Your relationship with the Father is going to have to increase, right? He told us yesterday, he said, don't take anything with you. Well, when he says don't take anything with you, that means you can't go into the new season with an old mindset. You can't go into this new position with an old mindset. So even no matter what stage that you're in, if this is the beginning of conception for you, you got to ask the Lord, Lord, where am I in my mission, right? But your focus is on your righteousness and your focus is on your relationship. And when I say you focus on your righteousness, you're focusing on your relationship. You're focusing on how do I learn? How do I receive my righteousness? How do I learn to walk in my righteousness? And the reason your righteousness is so important because your righteousness will battle your insecurity. Your righteousness will battle your fears. Your righteousness will deal with your desperation. Your righteousness, remember the list of things that we dealt with that were in our heart? Remember those things that were in our heart? I'm giving it to you. I'm still getting out of here on time too. Remember when we dealt with the things, um, we dealt with the things in our heart, the Lord gave us the list of things that were in our hearts that we needed to deal with, right? We started, we talked about amending the soul um, and God started revealing to us this is why it's important. Remember when I said, when I started sharing those, I said, some of these things you may need to go back over. Am I relying on Jesus alone to get to heaven? Um, Acts 4, 10 and 12. Do I tell others about Jesus? Romans 1, 15 and 16. Do I tell the truth? Leviticus 19 and 11. Do I gossip? Proverbs 20 and 19. Do I have critical a, a critical judgmental spirit? Matthew 7, 1 and 5. Do I care more about what others think or what God thinks? Proverbs 29 and 25. Remember, we went over there. Do I worry rather than trust God? Luke 12, 22 and 32. Am I kind to others? Colossians 3 and 12. Am I generous or do I hoard my money? 2 Corinthians 9, 6 and 7. Do I help those in need? Acts 2, 4 and 5. Do I make time to pray? Philippians 4 and 6. Am I self-focused? Philippians 2, 3 and 4. Am I thankful in all circumstances? 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18. Do I make crude, off-color, or sexual jokes? Ephesians 5, 4. Am I worldly-minded or Christ-minded? Colossians 3 and 12. And then am I boastful? James 4 and 16. Remember, he gave us those and told us 
deal with those things in your heart, right? Start dealing with those things in your heart. And the admonishment of the Holy Spirit was, if any of that was revealed to you, then you're probably going to need to spend time working on those things that are revealed to you. Spend more time applying the scripture in, scripture in those areas because all of that is wrapped up in your righteousness, right? So so when he started dealing with us about those things in our heart, saying to us, look, I'm, I'm revealing to you there's some things in your heart. And if your heart is going to be fertile and, and your soil is going to be fertile for you to produce, See, this is why the Holy Spirit is so important. If your heart and your soil is going to be fertile for you to produce, then what you're going to have to do is, remember, show me me. You're going to have to be in a constant state of where you allow God to show you you because I have to have those things plucked up out of my heart so that I have a fertile heart so that I can be able to receive what God is saying to me. I am on a mission. I have a plan. God knows my plan. His plan is to prosper me. His plan, his plan is my soul is prospering for me to be prospering. Like all of this stuff is a part of the depth of what God is saying, 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 saying to me. And this comes in levels because I need you to, I need you to hear this. This comes in levels because people start saying, I, I'm just the inner witness. Oh, I've been doing this. No, the fact that you, oh, I've been doing this. Mm -mm. You should be asking the Lord this morning. How deep more, how more deep do I need to go? <laughs> how how more deep, how more deep do I need to go? How more, how more deep do I need to go? How how more deep do I need to go? How how more deep? You need that's the question this morning. How more deep do I need to go? How more deep? Because we'll start, oh, I'm I'm you know, I'm doing this. <laughs> doing thank you Courtney for dropping that date 5 10 2021 till the story I'm just being for real oh I'm working this is where I'm at can I tell you something that's proof in the pudding that you need more work because <laughs> when a certain level of humility is in you become real quiet and you let God show you like how more deep do I need to go <laughs> how much how much more like how much you you gonna stop saying you gonna stop doing self-evaluation and you'll let the Holy Spirit evaluate you. Like, I just got to be real. You'll stop doing self-evaluation. And you're going to let the Holy Spirit evaluate you and tell you it's a depth to this. It's, it's, a, it's, a depth. it's a place without borders. It's a place where your feet will go that you'll be led in such a fashion and a state that you'll be trying to figure out, how did I get here? <laughs> How did I get here? But you got here because the Holy Spirit is leading you here. You got here because you've yielded your members, your time, your talents, and your gifts. You got here because you're not rushing. You got here because self-importance doesn't matter to you anymore. You, you, got, you got here because you really, 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 really want to just Live out God's very best for your life. That's why, that's, that's why you're here. So the question this morning is, how much more deeper do I need to go? Now let me give it to you in scripture. How much more, how much more deeper do I need to go? How much more deeper do I need to go? How much more deeper 
do I need to go, right? So I love this because I love how God does things. He's been really talking to me about building like Noah, about like Noah. And how are you going to stretch this out? How much more deeper do I need to go? So ask the Lord, where, where is what you're asking me to do? What form is it in? Is it in seed form? Ask him that this morning. I, I, I ask this. Where, where is this at? And is it spend more time being quiet? Spend more time being quiet. Spend more time in his presence. Spend more time letting him lead you. My God. Spend more time. Because the revelation of what you need in this season is only going to come in your divine appointments and assignment and time with him. So let me let me give you this. So it's Matthew the 14th. I'm going to read this at the Message Bible. And I'm going to start in, um, I'm going to start in, I'm going to start back at the 12th verse, right? No, no, John, John has just died. John has just died, right? We just had the death of John. John's head was cut off. That story within itself is powerful within itself. And then in the 13th verse, let me just read it to you. It says, um, this is Herod and he, uh, he spoke out his mouth. And because he spoke out of his mouth, his drunken enthusiasm got him in trouble, right? He promised an oath. And this oath is what cost John his life. So he says, um, that's a whole different, I got a whole little way I see this. Um, it says, but in his birthday situation, this is here. He got his chance. Herodias' daughter provided the entertainment, dancing for the guests. She swept Herod away. And his drunken enthusiasm, he promised to earn oaths on anything she wanted. Already coached by her mother, she was ready. Give me served up a platter on the head, John the Baptist. This sobered the king up fast. Unwilling to lose face with his guests, he did it. He ordered John's head cut off. And presented the girl on the platter. She turned to gave it to her mother. Later, John's disciples got the body, gave her a burial, and then reported it to Jesus. So this is where we are. John the Baptist has died. Thank you, Lord. Then we see the supper for the 5,000. When Jesus got out the news, he slipped away by the boat to an out-of-the-way place by himself, right? Jesus is in an out-of-the-way place by himself. So I know having places by ourselves are important. But unsuccessfully, someone saw him, <laughs> and the word got around. Soon a lot of people from nearby villages walked around the lake to where he was. When he saw them coming, he was overcome with pity, and he healed their sick. Toward the evening, the disciples approached him. We're out in the country. It's getting late. Dismiss the people so they can go to the villages and get some supper. But Jesus said, there's no need to dismiss them. You give them the supper. All we have are five loaves of bread and two fish. He said, bring them here. Then he had the people sit on the grass. He took the five loaves of two fish, lifted his face to heaven in prayer, blessed, broke, and gave the bread to the disciples. The disciples then gave the food to the congregation. They all ate their fill. They gathered 12 baskets of leftovers, and the 5,000 were fed. Now, 20, Mark, here we are, 22nd verse, walking on the water. As soon as the meal was finished, he insisted that the disciples get in the boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the people, right? I love God. Woo! I love God. Woo! I love God. So he sent them ahead of him. <laughs> Woo! Jesus. They had just been with Jesus. They had just experienced the miracles. They had just saw the 5,000 fed, right? He sent them ahead of him. 
he sent them ahead of him, right? So he says to them, <laughs> right? Saw this yesterday, right? We saw yesterday in the scripture where he told the disciples, I'm sending you ahead of me, right? I'm sending you ahead of me. He sent them ahead of me. He said he would dismiss the crowd, right? He said, so with the crowd dispersed, he climbed the mountain so he could be by himself and pray. He stayed there alone late into the night. Here it is again. We see Jesus where he's by himself alone late in the night praying, right? By himself. There has to be something important about this alone time, right? It has to be something about this alone time. Don't get ahead. Listen. Listen what the Lord wants to reveal to us. And, and meanwhile, anything he's showing you for you, you need to be writing it in your notes. He said, meanwhile, the boat was far out to sea when the wind came up against them and they were battered by the waves. Ooh, they're out to sea. Wind comes up against them. They're battered against the waves. They're out to sea. They're out exactly where God has called them to be. They are not anywhere else. They're doing exactly what the Lord told them to do. He said, get in the boat, go ahead, cross to the other side, right? They right in position. They right in position. They right in position. But even right in position, the wind begins to blow. Even when they're in a position. So they're being battered by waves at about four o'clock in the morning. Jesus came toward them walking on the water. They in position. The waves are blowing. But here comes Jesus walking on the water. Somehow, your faith about to go. This is why Holy Spirit is so important. Your faith about to go to another level. My God, all this resistance that you've been experiencing, it's about to go to another level. My God, this is where you get to experience the power of God. This is where you get to trust God at another level. Come on now. So he says, but this is where it gets strange for me. He says, meanwhile, the boat was far out to sea when the wind came up against them and they were battered by the waves. At about four o'clock in the morning, Jesus came towards them walking on the water. They were scared to death of ghosts. They said, crying out in tears. This is where me, this is how I talked to God. Why was they afraid of Jesus? Why was they afraid of Jesus when they knew who Jesus was? <laughs> I was like, how did they not know who Jesus was out on the water? How had they just experienced him and, and his miracles, his signs, his wonders? How did they not know who he was? But like, what in them? Was it the waves? Was it the storm that had them so shook that they forgot about Jesus and who Jesus was? Like, I'm like, Lord, what was going on with them? Like, why did they acquit? Why did they say he's got ghosts? Like, what is this about? Like, I'm like, what is this? And he says, a ghost. He says, they, they say, crying out in tear. It says, but Jesus quickly comforted him. He says to him, he says, courage, be courage, be courage, 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 courage. Oh, come on, y'all. This is courage, courage, courage. If, if, I, if I've already given you a glimpse of where we're going, if I already told you it's not my appointed time yet, if I already called you to discipleship, if I've already called you to this thing and I send you on the boat and out water and you know that there's more to this story, you know, the prophecies, you know, what's been said in Isaiah, you, you know who I am. You've seen the miracles, you've seen the testimony. 
Like courage, like courage, <laughs> like courage. He says to him, he says, courage is me. Don't be afraid. Woo! I hear you, Lord. Courage. It's, it's me. It's me who sent you out on the waters. It, it's me that's here before you. Courage. It's me. It's me. Don't be afraid. Ooh. So he says, courage is me. Do not be afraid. This is what he says to him. He says, courage is me. It's me not being afraid. Don't, don't, don't be afraid. And then suddenly, here comes Peter. Holy Spirit, you teach this thing. Peter, bold, Peter suddenly, bold Peter. I love bold Peter. Thank you for the bold Peter. Thank you. Peter suddenly bold said, Master, if it's really you, call me to come to you on the water. <laughs> He said, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, this is good. come on, come on out here, come, come on, come out, come, come right out, come out on the water, come on the water, come out on the water. Can I tell you something? I'm not saying, nothing says that the waves and the wind stop. You need to hear me. Nothing says that the waves and the wind stop. Nothing says that. Nothing says. All it says is. They on the boat, the waves rocking the boat, four o'clock in the morning, Jesus out on water walking. No, he still look like Jesus. No, he still look like Jesus. Walks right out, has already sent them ahead, knows that he can translate time, gets across the water. They afraid, oh my God, must be a ghost on the water. Jesus like, courage, it's me. <laughs> Peter comes back and says, Master, if it's really you, Call me to come to you on the water. <laughs> Lord, if this is really you calling me to this. <laughs> Ooh, come on now. Call me. Come, call me. Call me. Lord, enlarge my territory. Lord, let me do more for you. Lord, let me be out there with you. Lord, let me be on the front lines. Right? Right? He said, come on. Come, come ahead. Come on. Come on. Come on and start this business. Come on and launch this ministry. Come on and plant this church. Come on. Come, come on. Come, come on. Just come, come on and do this. Right? <laughs> he said, come on. He says, jumping out of the boat. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Just come on. Woo! Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. You asking me for it? Come on. Come up a level. Come on. Come on. You asking me? Come on. He said, come on. He said, come on. He said, come on. I know the water was still choking. He said, he said, jumping out of the boat. Woo! Jumping out of the boat. He says, he says, jumping out of the boat. Peter walked on the water to Jesus. <laughs> he says, but when he looked down at the waves churning beneath his feet, <laughs> the mistake he made. Come on now. We've heard this multiple times. The mistake he made was doing what? He took his eyes off his savior. He became so mish, so, some water's trouble. Come on now. He says, he says, but when he looked down at the waves, turning beneath his feet, he lost his nerve. Ooh! He, he lost his, he lost his nerves. Come on now. He lost, he lost his nerves, his nerves. Come on now. Don't, don't, he lost his nerves. When the, when he saw the water, when he saw the water trouble, it says he lost his nerve. He lost his nerves. 
He lost when he saw the trouble, when he saw saw his waves, he lost his he lost he lost his nerves. He lost focus. He lost insight. He lost wisdom because he was so concerned about the churning of the waters that he lost his nerves. Fear set in. Worry set in. Doubt set in. Come on, come on, y'all. Fear set in. Worry set in. Doubt set in. But there's Jesus. He he knows there's an appointed vision. My God. He he already, he knows there's a point of vision. So he says, and so he said, and then he says, Master, save me. <laughs> this is what I love. It says Jesus didn't hesitate. <laughs> he reached down, he grabbed him by his hand, then he said, Faith heart, what got into you? <laughs> There's another scripture that says, <laughs> You were running this race. <laughs> Who, who came in on you? Who, who came, who or what came in? He said, Galatians 5 and 7. It says, you were running so well. I need to go. I got to go. He said, you were running so well. Who has obstructed you from obeying the truth? You were running, you were running so well. Who, who instructed you from obeying the truth? You were running so well. Who instructed you from obeying the truth? Who, who obstructed you? Who or what has kept you from doing what God has asked you to do? Who or what has kept you from, from being focused on what God has been saying to you? You cannot be so mission-minded, right? I, that, something with disconnected in them, right? Something, something disconnected in them that they couldn't recognize who Jesus was on the water. That bothered me. See, I don't know about you. When I see stuff in the scripture like that, that bothered me because I'm trying to see what's in me that's disconnected, that does not recognize who you are when the waves, when the wind, when the truck, what disconnects in me that I don't know who you are? What disconnects in me that I forget what you said to me? What disconnects in me when I forget the plans that you said that you called me to? What disconnects in me when the journey? See, when I saw what, what's disconnected in me, what's running in on me, what's interfering with me, that I'm forgetting who you are. That I'm forgetting what, what am I caught up in? What am I consumed with? That I'm forgetting who you are. What's troubling me? What's running in on me? That I'm forgetting who you are. What, what is it? What is, what's got me deviating from the plan? What's got me keeping? What's got me not wanting to take the big leap? What's got me at not asking you? What's, got even, what's even got me not asking you? For the big things. What's got me not even asking you for the more? What's got me not even asking you to get out of the boat? What, what's got me disturbed, right? Why was Peter the only person that got bold enough and courageous enough to ask the Lord to come? My God. See, there's so many stages in this. It says, what got, what, what's got me so confused Ooh, that I have forgotten who you are? But I love Jesus because he's so merciful. He says, Jesus didn't hesitate. He reached down and grabbed his hand. Then he said, faint-hearted, what got into you? <laughs> what got into you? <laughs> what? You're, you're, you need Holy Spirit. You need, I'm going to talk to you more about Holy Spirit, how Noah had to be building with the Holy Spirit, how God had to be inside Noah's head so that Noah could build for 90-some years. 
um, and so specific and so detailed, right? <laughs> so much to this. Keep your eyes on him. Listen, pray, ask him where you are in this. Ask him where you are in this. Ask him where you are. Ask him how much deeper do I go? I ask him how much deep. Show me how to go deeper. Show me how, how to go deeper. But what disconnected in me that I've forgotten who you are. That if you call me to this. Or if I'm asking you for this. What has caused me to lose my focus? What am I focused on? That's greater than you. That's more than you. Ooh, that's it. I love y'all. We got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. This so deep. This so deep. This so deep. You ain't been this way before. That's why the Lord said, forget everything you know. <laughs> everything that you did in last season. Season two is ended. You in season three. Let's figure out what's going on in season three. How much deeper do we want you to go? Woo! What, what, what if, what's making you forget he's still God? What's making you forget he's Lord of Lord and King of Kings? What's, what's, what's making you forget he's the great I am? What's caused you to lose focus? He just performed a miracle of 5,000. How did they not know who Jesus was? How did they not know who Jesus was? Like, how did you miss who he was? How did you not know? He's Je who was Jesus? Who was Jesus? How did you forget who Jesus was? He already said, he just gave you instructions to get your butt across the lake. And then you on the lake and he walked past you. He said, oh, this got to be a ghost. How would you not know who your father was? Even if he was in supernatural form. Even if he was in ghost form. Even if he showed up in a way woo, that you had never experienced him before. Come on, Holy Spirit. Even if he had showed up in a way that you had never experienced him before. Come on, Holy Spirit. Even if he has showed up in a way that you have never experienced him for, how could you not know that this is not God? Ooh, ooh, Jesus. That was something right there. Even if he's shown up in a way, even, even if he's shown up in a place that you have never experienced him before, how do you know this is not God? Okay, that's it. Oh, two things. If you've never, oh, that right there, that right there alone, that right there, baby, that, how do you not know that this is not Jesus? Oh, you, that, can you speak this over your life? I got to get more Holy Spirit in me. I got to get more Holy Spirit in me. I've experienced him in so many other ways. How could I not know this is not God? Oh, my God. Oh, it's so much revelation on this. Oh, my God, my God. My God, my God, my God. This is deeper. Can I tell y'all something? This is deeper. Can I, just for real, this is deeper than just quoting stuff. This, this, this take divine revelation. This, this right here that God gave us today, this going to take you taking this word, pulling away with this word, and spending some time with this. Don't rush past this. If I were you, I would take this. Watch this later. <laughs> Follow it up on YouTube. Slow down. Um, go play it again. Like ask yourself, oh my God, how could I how could they not know that this was God wasn't God? <laughs> that right there. How 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 did how did they not know that this wasn't Jesus? All right, come on. Divine instructions this week. Remember divine instructions. 
two things. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your beginning point. Lord, don't let me miss you in this season. Holy Spirit. See, this is why. Let me just say this. And then I got to get off here for real. This is why it is so important for you to forget the things like from you. We, we are so conditional and conditioned to experience God in such a way that we'll expect God to do something the same way again and again. Or because we thought it was going to show up. And it's just so much death to this. This is why you need the Holy Spirit. When the Lord is saying to us, don't take nothing from last season into this season. That's a fresh, that's a fresh writing. That's a fresh script. <laughs> How could you not know this is not God? How could you not know? How did they not know? Oh, this is so powerful. Okay, so don't forget we got the YouTube link. For your people that is not on Facebook, you can send them this. YouTube will, be, YouTube will be up in just a second. You can send them this on YouTube and let them get this on YouTube. This is powerful this morning. You need to spend some time pulling away. Go to the park. Go do something different. Go get quiet and just know. Just st still, just, just chew on this. Chew on this today. So two things. If you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here is your moment. <laughs> here is your moment. I need you to repeat after me. Dear Jesus. I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best that I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. That's the biggest decision you could ever make. That's, the, that's you coming from being lost to being found. So if you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And I would love to send you some materials to disciple you. My second thing is, if the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry, to give, oh my God, to sow into this word, whatever it is, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. You can give there, cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ ministry. You can give there as well. Father God, bless the giving of your people. I thank you, Father God, that you increase. I thank you that you give seed to the sower, to those that do not have to give but desire to give. Thank you for multiplication and increase on our life. And I decree and declare that it's harvest time. And we take that and receive that by faith. Let me declare the priestly blessing over your life. Oh, my God, I thank you. Oh, my God, this was a word this morning. Oh, my God. Thank you, Father God. Um May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord make his face turn towards you and give you peace. My God, may the Lord do that for you today. And thank you all for all of those that keep saying that we are good ground. I appreciate you. I also need you all to stay tuned for Feed the Streets for August. We're not going to be the first Saturday of August. we got a special project for Feed the Streets on Saturday. We're going to go to a different area and serve there. And I want you to connect. And I want you to be involved. And you can give if you're not here. I love you. God loves you. I love you. Oh, we got to do our confessions. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We do not leave without doing our confessions. We do not close without doing our confessions. We got to do our confessions. We're going to confess together. We confess the word of God for to remind us of his love and his power. That is why we confess the word of God. Lord, I thank you for this word today. I received this word for myself. Let's get our confessions out. 
Let's go. I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. I've died and been raised with Christ and now seated in heavenly places. Ephesians 2, 5 and 6. I'm dead to sin and I'm alive unto righteousness. Romans 6 and 11. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper, but every tongue that rises against me in judgment, I shall show to be in the wrong. Isaiah 54 and 17. I prosper in everything I put my hands to. I have prospered in all areas of my life, spiritually, financially, mentally, and socially. Jeremiah 29 and 11. I take every thought captive unto the obedience of Jesus Christ, casting down every imagination and every high and lofty thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. I don't know who said it, but you're absolutely right. This is definitely a seed-worthy message. I receive that by faith. Uh, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Therefore, all of my thoughts are positive. I do not allow Satan to use my spirit as a garbage dump by meditating on negative things that he offers me. Proverbs 23 and 7. I don't speak negative things. Ephesians 4 and 29. On purpose that my mouth shall not transgress. I will speak forth the righteousness of God all day long. Psalms 17 and 3. Psalms 35 and 28. I never bind a sister or brother with the words of my mouth. Matthew 18 and 18. I'm always a positive um, encouragement. I edify and build up. I never tear down or destroy. Romans 15 and 2. I'm a believer, not a doubter. Mark 5 and 36. I'm slow to speak, quick to hear, and slow to anger. James 1 and 19. I'm a doer of the word. I meditate on the word all day long. James 1 and 22. Psalms 1 and 2. I will study the word of God. I will pray. 2 Timothy 2.15, Luke 18 and 1. I never get tired or grow weary when I study the word, pray, minister, or praise God. But I'm alert and full of energy. And as I study, I become more alert and more energized. 2 Thessalonians 3.13, Isaiah 40 and 31. I'm a giver. It is more blessed to give than to receive. I love to give. I have plenty of money to give away all the time. Come on now. Uh, Acts 20 and 35, 2 Corinthians 9, 7 and 8. I cast all my care on the Lord, for he cares for me. 1 Peter 5 and 7. I don't have a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of sound mind. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. I do not fear. I am not guilty. 1 John 4, 18, Romans 8 and 1. I am not passive about anything, but I deal with all things in my life immediately. Proverbs 27, 23, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. I do not judge my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus after the flesh. I'm a spiritual man and I'm judged by nobody. John 8, 15, Romans 14, 10, 1 Corinthians 2, 15. I operate in all the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which are tongues and interpretation of tongues, the working of miracles, discerning of spirits, the word of faith, the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, healing and prophecy. 1 Corinthians 12, 8, 10. I walk in the spirit all the time. Galatians 5 and 16. I've been set free. I'm free to love, to worship, to trust with no fear of rejection or being hurt. I have compassion and understanding for all people. I do not hate or walk in unforgiveness. 1 John 2, 11, Ephesians 4 and 32. I catch the enemy in all his deceitful lies. I cast them down and choose whether to believe the word of God. John 8 and 44, 2 Corinthians 2 and 11. Work is good. I enjoy work. Ecclesiastes 5 and 19. I do all my work excellently and with great prudence. Making the most of all my time, Ecclesiastes 9 and 10, Proverbs 22 and 29, Ephesians 5, 15 and 16. 
Oh my God, I'm a responsible person. I enjoy responsibility and I rise to every responsibility in Jesus. 2 Corinthians 11 and 28, Philippians 4 and 13. I'm creative because the Holy Spirit lives in me. John 14, 26, 1 Corinthians 6 and 19. I take good care of my body. I eat right. I look good. I feel good. And I weigh what God wants me to weigh. 1 Corinthians 9, 17, 1 Timothy 4 and 8. Pain cannot successfully come against my body because Jesus bore all my pain. Isaiah 53, 3 and 4. I lay hands on the sick and they recover. Mark 16 and 18. I have a teachable spirit. 2 Timothy 2 and 24. I do not think more highly of myself than I ought to in the flesh. Romans 12 and 3. I've humbled myself and God has exalted me. 1 Peter 5 and 6. I do what I say I will do and I get where I'm going on time. Luke 6, 16 and 10, 2 Peter 3 and 14. I don't hurry in a rush. I do one thing at a time. Proverbs 19 and 2, um, Proverbs 21 and 5. I'm anointed of God for ministry. Luke 4 and 18. I'm, a, I'm an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in me. Ephesians 5, 22 and 24. 1 Samuel 15 and 23. Um, single ladies, steward your blessings. Start declaring asking the Lord to prepare you to be a wife. Don't use this world system as benchmarks for what a wife is. A godly wife looks different. A godly wife fights from a different position. A godly wife holds a different position. A godly wife has a different mindset. A godly wife understands that the assignment on her life for her husband, that she's there as a helpmate. She's there to meet a need. A godly wife gets into position. So ask the Lord to help prepare me. Lord, help prepare me. Start confessing. You're an obedient wife and no rebellion operates in you because that's going to be important for your household. And then my husband is wise. He is the king and priest of our home. He makes godly decisions. Father God, I thank you for the heart of my husband. I thank you, Father God, that he will not walk in deceit. I thank you, Father God, that he is overwhelmed with your goodness. I pray for health and healing to be in his life today. I thank you, Lord God, that he has 20-20 vision. I thank you, Lord God, that even his teeth are healthy. I thank you, Father God. That even his feet, that he will not suffer from plantar fasciitis, that he will not have problems with his feet. I thank you, Father God, for good arches. I thank you, Father God, for good gut health. I pray for his lungs today. I cover his mind today. I thank you, Father God, he has good cognitive function. I thank you, Lord God, that by his stripes you are healed. I thank you that his gastrointestinal system is in alignment. I thank you, Father God, that his cerebral, his cerebral function is in alignment. I thank you, Father God that his bones, his structure, his spine is aligned into perfection to what you called it to perform, Lord God. I thank you that every fiber, every tissue, every cell in his body is performing the way that you want him to perform. And I thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against them shall prosper and that he will only say, my God, that he will only see as you see and he will only say as you say. Put a guard over his mouth today, Lord God. Protect him in all his ways. Bless the work of his hands. In Jesus' name, amen, right? That's how you steward the blessing. In Jesus' name, amen. In, in Jesus' name, woo. in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, my God. Um, all my children have lots of Christian friends, and God has set aside a Christian wife or husband for each of them. My children love to pray and study the word. They openly and boldly praise God. My children make right choices according to the word of God, right? Um, and I lay hands on my kids and pray for them in the morning.
all my household are blessed and their deeds were blessed when we come in and when we go out and all that I own is paid for and I owe no man except to love him in Christ Jesus. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I promise you I'm going to get more intentional with our time so that we stay within that hour. I'm really working on that. But y'all pull on me so much and I want to share so much with you guys. But I promise you I'm going to get more intentional with that time so that we can stay in that hour. I love you so much. We'll see you back in the morning. Live at five. Let me do a shout out real quick. I need to do a shout out. Um, Jess has been on vacation this week and taking healing. And she normally handles all our notes. And Josiah Anthony decided that he would step up to the plate and take notes. I told him to sleep in. And he has gotten up every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning. Even though he has football. Even though he has football. He's gotten up every morning at 4 o'clock in the morning. Taking notes. Putting things down so that we can have it available. I need to shout him out. I need to say thank you, Josiah, for your faithfulness to the kingdom. So he has been on Facebook putting the notes, putting the scriptures, sharing the information. Um, what a rare young man you are. <laughs> what a rare young man you are. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming out of yourself and stepping into position. Thank you, Josiah. You are so faithful. Thank you. May God bless you beyond anything you can imagine, son. Because you, I, you, I, I, will not, I cannot take this for granted. I know you do not have to do this. So thank you, Father God. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.